0: You're listening to Never Sleeps Network.
1: Hey everybody. Zach here from Xtreme doing a another offshoot interview. Um gonna be honest. I'm running solo today, you guys. Uh, Joey is not here today, so if stuff sounds a little bit off, then blame Joey because he can't complain about it. So moving on. Uh, Like I said, doing a bit of an interview today with uh, my new buddy here that I literally met, what, like 10, 15 minutes ago? If that. (laughs) My new Reddit buddy. Uh, creator, <laughs> creator of uh, the web, uh, the web-based uh, survival zombie AR game? game, AR yeah. game, Corpsburg uh peter mcdonald peter how are you doing
0: i'm doing pretty good Uh, apart from being described as a reddit buddy uh, (laughs) that's that's uh, enough slurs on my character tonight (laughs) man
1: i could have described it in way different ways this could go way south (laughs) all right all right Uh, no but i appreciate you being on here today like thank you so much no problem uh so peter um i wanted to just kind of start off by like learn a little bit more about yourself like Whatever you feel comfortable like telling the listeners and kind of lead into your background in game design
0: sure um so I guess yeah it's something I should have thought about before uh, <laughs> agreeing to talk to you but uh no don't, don't I guess worry, man uh, so I'm a bit of a weird background uh, career wise I started in communications and uh, kind of moved over onto web design uh, after that. And as as I was teaching myself web design, I started working more with uh, uh, some of the back-end coding, and I actually kind of made Corpseburg as one of the first video games I ever made, and it was just kind of a, a, a learning lesson. I was trying to make a more complicated web app, uh and i figured you know i'll bash out this really derpy uh you know game uh you know just put some game elements in something to practice using before i build something more complicated okay and uh, i really liked it and i just kept working on it uh from before that i grew up playing dnd uh lots of traditional gaming in my background and yeah thinking about that game design thinking about storytelling all of that kind of went in and it turned out i had a lot of fun making corpseberg so i uh keep on making games today
1: yeah i can see a lot of influence from D D just because of the amount of dialogue that you throw into there <laughs> by the
0: way did you write that dialogue yourself or you have somebody help you out uh a couple of the lines on the weapon systems were made by a friend of a friend of mine uh whose name is escaping me or else i'd throw her at some uh, some credit but no worries. Uh, katone uh yeah, I think she's got GitHub credit on it, so you can find her that way. Nice, uh, but no, uh, all the event encounter dialogue is all me. All <laughs> writing and everything. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it's really
1: good, man. I was playing through it actually before I came, and it kind of reminded me of like old school, like mafia, mafia town, mafiaville. Yeah, no, I played things, like, that oh. many many years. ago. Oh yeah, back when like Facebook games were the hugest shit, and just like, oh my god, I got to be playing on Facebook because all my buddies are there. And then you're just like, wait a minute. All these games are garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not not to say anything, of course, but it's very good.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's a kind of neat one. I think if we're talking experiences or, like, why there's so much text. I think, uh, I don't know, Dwarf Fortress I list as one of my big influences on it. Just uh, A, for difficulty curve, and B, (laughs) like, the idea that, like, you can give lots of details, but, like, there's no pictures and you're just going to let people kind of extrapolate and tell a story that makes sense to them and they'll they'll fill in a lot of the details themselves.
1: Yeah, and honestly that's kind of one of a better way to tell a story is to let the player fill in their own gaps.
0: Yeah, or or cheat like I do and <laughs> I, I use uh, if no one's played the game, I use Google Street Maps mm-hmm. and I use their Places API mm-hmm. uh, to take data about your local surroundings, so uh, that's a really easy crutch there's no graphics but like there are zombies and they're at your corner store so you automatically know what your corner store looks like and you know like the the bar up the street mm-hmm. uh and yeah it it's it's really handy for that sort of like shorthand immediately getting someone into your world because you're in theirs
1: yeah it's really cool to know that where i live i would immediately not starve because i got tons of food places but i would die very quickly
0: <laughs> Yeah, there's, uh, there's actually a, a gimmicky population-sensing hack in the game. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're in rural nowhere, there's barely any zombies. But, like, downtown Toronto, uh, you'll constantly run into zombies.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I, was, I was liking that, actually. It makes for
1: a more uh, interesting kind of uh, randomness to it. <laughs> but also not so much. Well, there's a the randomness in, from what I've seen, how the scouting function works.
0: Yeah, you don't get every... Um, you don't get every possible result you get a list of them i think your stats play into it a bit uh man i built that a while ago <laughs> when did Corsberg come out that's about two years old now okay uh so yeah it was doing that whole ar thing before pokemon go hit the scene yo
1: you're a trendsetter right oh, there yeah
0: i'm sure no one had this idea <laughs> i i
1: think you should claim all the pokemon go credit for yourself
0: definitely definitely <laughs>
1: um but that's fantastic man and if you've been i guess up to this point, continuing to support it and by building out new things, or you kind of thinking about, you said you were thinking about another project, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, So as far as Corpsburg goes, the Places API is kind of rate limited. And especially because I built it when I was just getting started. Um, a I built it uh, completely illegitimately um, so don't <laughs> we'll let
1: Google know it's okay <laughs> I think
0: they I think they might know so like you're supposed to use a developer key to like limit the number of like calls you make okay. and uh, I use the test key that like they're like you can use this in your development engine uh, but like don't use this in production and I'm just like I used it in production what are you gonna do <laughs> uh, so yeah if I wanted to uh, like if I wanted to ever, do serious work about it, I would probably have to fix the whole uh, it's programmed really poorly so it makes, like, a hundred calls to the Google API, like, for every playthrough, and I should really get that down to, like, two or three, but, like, improving code's not fun, No. and, yeah, I should also, you know, register an actual, like, well, I have an actual API key, but actually use it and yeah there's a whole bunch of devops stuff that's just not fun and i don't know zombies are still cool but they're (laughs) less cool every day so
1: well they took a bit of a break and now i mean you could think of them almost as retro at this point based on internet time oh god (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's the thing but um that's fantastic and on, i wanted to ask you a little bit more about your past in gaming sure. so you said you were big on D D, but were there any kind of like video games that you kind of i mean you said uh dwarf fortress but oh yeah anything um, anything else there
0: um yeah no i play a, a very unhealthy amount of video games uh D was just more of my you know uh, <clears throat> uh like birthplace of like writing games or like creating stories but um As far as, like, Vidja, I don't know, lots and lots of Dwarf Fort. Uh, Mm -hmm. I do a lot of simulation games, so EU4 is my big one, Europa Universalis. Wow, okay. Um, So it's kind of like, uh, think of, like, Axis and Allies mixed with, like, Civ. Okay. Uh, I also have a couple hundred hours into Civ, because, yeah. I
1: am not ashamed to admit I have close to 300 hours on Civ Five.
0: Uh, ooh, there you go. Um, Yo, man, those games could take a really long time. They, they do. They do. I, uh, I think I have like over a thousand hours on EU four, but like I do fall nice. asleep with the game running, so <laughs> that's padded out a bit. So no judgment. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, um, outside of that, console wise, I don't know. Lots of traditional RPGs. Fair You'd enough. probably see some of that influence in the games I make, but yeah
1: yeah i mean i could definitely see like if i'm just kind of pulling out of the hat uh, from a console wise honestly a lot of what i see from from corpseberg is kind of pulling from the older school kind of things like
0: like i saw a little bit of zork (laughs) (laughs) kinda yeah i think there might be one screen where it's like it's very dark Mm. uh you are likely to be eaten by a (laughs) gru um i think i got that in there somewhere that's amazing yeah um What's really weird is that, like, the game has all of this text and I'm deeply ashamed of it because I just wrote it, like, well, not deeply, but, like, I I wrote it all in one night of, like, caffeine-fueled, like, go, 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 I'm having fun. (laughs) I'm not going to copy-edit check this. I'm not going to think about anything. Uh, And, yeah, it's not like I normally write fiction. So that's all there. And then I got this huge growth of, like, popularity in non-english speaking markets oh really yeah uh i'm totally big in japan and germany and brazil and russia and by big i mean like they provide a comparably large share of my like uh player base interesting yeah well because it's hyper localized like everywhere uh as long as they speak enough english to get around the user interface uh then all of a sudden like It's happening in their neighborhood, so all the place names are in their local language. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, lots of folks play games that are set in, you know, maybe not Toronto, but, like, your hometown isn't that unique. Mm -hmm. But I think it's, like, probably pretty cool if you're in Brazil to, like... Play a game that's not even set in like San Paulo. It's set in like your remote little like hick town with like thirty thousand people. Right. Because like Google knows all the businesses in your town, and so does my game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I found a couple of uh, a couple of like reviews in different languages had set up like little translation sticks. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I was really cognizant about removing as much text and putting in as much like pictures as i could okay for you know non-essential gameplay bits
1: that makes it more a uh, pretty interesting idea because i was reading the you were real wrote uh, sorry you were written up in rock paper shotgun right yeah so that is really cool because it references exactly what you were talking about how the guy is from an actual smaller town i think in ireland yeah um i, I don't exactly remember the name of, this, of the city but uh he was saying the exact same kind of thing where it's like I can now, in my own like tiny little burrow, say like, "Oh, like this is how I would fare in a zombie apocalypse in my actual hometown."
0: Yeah, and uh, that that AR plug there was was pretty cool because people were sharing like, "Oh, you know, I went, I I grew up in this small town with my buddy, hmm. so I'm gonna send him this link." And I saw a lot of that on Twitter and it was, it was pretty cool. Um, And yeah, so I really plugged into a whole bunch of random trends of like AR games being new and zombies still being hot shit. (laughs) Uh, Pardon the language. And yeah, it it just kind of, it just kind of took off and let a lot of people do some cool stuff with it.
1: Nice. So I wanted to get more of a sense of why you created Corpseberg. Like what was the reasoning behind like, you one day woke up and you're like, you know what I want to
0: do today? I want to make a video game. Well, yeah, no, I, I woke up and I wanted to make a really bad dating app. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was playing with the Google Map interface and putting down location-based pins. And, and yeah, uh, I think my, my monetization dream was, like, it should suggest a restaurant between you and your, like, uh, your your match or whatever. And that way, like, I can start monetizing ads. Oh, wow. so like, yeah, that was the uh, hundred million dollar idea right there. Uh, but that meant that I needed to figure out how the places API worked. I needed to store a bunch of like location de- spots on a map, and I needed to have stuff pop up on the map. Hmm. And you know, getting all that working uh, was a little hard. And it's important when you're uh, when you're when you're building something out to have test data. Right. Um, and I really didn't feel like. Uh, you know making a bunch of fake test data for like couples or lonely singles looking for people uh so i, I was just like you know what i can learn all this stuff while making a, a dinky zombie game and i don't know i was hyper fueled i was in a really cool development space where everyone was making games so i just made a game
1: that's amazing yeah
0: did you ever end up going back
1: to that idea of the the dating app or you moved past that
0: I'm- past it every now and then i i I still think about it turns out that space is hyper full and monetizing stuff is boring so yeah and it's a little bit harder than it comes off yeah yeah so it was a it was a fun side project i mean making the dating app wasn't really a get rich quick scheme it was i was taking a year off to kind of just make stuff and get better at my craft so i i had been doing communications i said earlier um, and that involved a lot of working on a website. Okay. And um, I, it turned out that, like, I enjoyed that 5% of my job more than, like, nine, the other 95%. Okay. Uh, so I quit that job, took a, uh, <laughs> took a year to uh, flip burgers. <laughs> and uh, because burger flipping doesn't stress you out, uh, in my spare time, like, mm-hmm. just was like, oh, I'm going to code stuff up. And, yeah, I made Corpseburg.
1: Okay. I mean that's uh that's a good way to you know keep your mind kind of fresh because I don't think you have to take a lot of mental stamina to flip a burger. No offense to our listeners who flip burgers.
0: Hey, I flipped burgers uh, in high school and then for a year afterwards, and it's actually pretty stressful. But it's the sort of stress you can leave behind. That's uh, true. Yeah, once you once you get off shift, you're not worrying like, oh, did I actually food poison anyone no 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 but if no one complained within 15 minutes of eating your burger you know you did a good job (laughs) (laughs) yeah no weird substances in the meat and you're good to go (laughs) no one saw any of the yeah yeah um (laughs) i shouldn't speak ill of the past it was at dangerous dance if you have toronto locals listening so dangerous
1: dance can't say i've actually been but i've heard it's good
0: it was good it closed down maybe 4 or 5 months ago. Oh, did? Yeah, yep. Yeah.
1: Oh shit, I'm really behind.
0: Yeah, all over the Toronto news. Oh um, man, I, gotta I don't, Yeah, that. I don't know how inside baseball your podcast is. I got to read more blog to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's something that everyone says about once a decade or so
1: <laughs> okay my, usually i get my wife to just update me on that stuff mm. and then she'll just be like
0: oh my god a new restaurant
1: came up <laughs> Like, oh, okay uh, okay sure we'll go." i guess <laughs> i'm already full from the last one but uh i sure that um uh, so from that point on you were doing um So you were flipping burgers and thinking about the dating app in Corpsburg. Did you, did you see Corpsburg kind of blowing up the way it did?
0: No, it was really weird. Um, So I, I put this really cool feature on it and I recommend any game dev who um, wants lots of feedback, give it a try. It's called Talkto. It's this um, like weird plugin that you can get at some like Polish company that makes it. And if you go to Corpsburg right now, it's, it's, on the screen and you will see something like the developer is in and you can open up this little web chat box
1: oh i saw that yeah so that's what that was
0: yeah that's what that was if you typed stuff into it um like it would ring on my phone and i could see your message and we could chat oh cool um and like i have no idea what convinced me to put it up there like i I posted it on like r slash Uh, web dev or something like that. And like, I got a couple of like some feedback was mostly positive and I'm like, I want more feedback. I'll like throw this like little talk to app in there and like people can give me live feedback and mostly it's used for people being like, how do I play your game? And I'm like, (laughs) I'm not like, I, I I typed up instructions on the site. They're, they're kind of shitty, but you know, it's not going to be any better. Me walk texting you on my phone. I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, But yeah, one morning it was just like, oh, I got like five messages from that. I wonder if someone shared it somewhere. And then it's like, oh, a hundred people shared it a hundred different places. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah. um, Like Google tweeted it out on their like official Google Maps sweet thingamajig oh really yeah um so like they probably know i didn't code that correctly
1: they still don't have to know it's okay i'm sure they do not listen to this podcast
0: it's it's fine it's fine (laughs) um and yeah uh like lots of different uh like i'd get spikes you can see usage statistics like you can see on that little app on my phone Mm -hmm. who's using the thing from where you see ip addresses and it kind of geolocates it and i'm just like there is a freaking lot of Germans on my <laughs> on my game right now. What's going on? So I, you can I can actually hijack the app on your thing and talk to people even if they don't talk to me.
1: What? Yeah, no, that's crazy. Amazing. And
0: it's just like a line of JavaScript code you like jam into your website. That's crazy. So yeah, I'm just like hi. Uh, do you speak English? (laughs) Like, how did you find my game? And they like, send me this link and it's all in German, but like some German Google maps hack blog was like, look at this cool Google map hack. Uh, So yeah, that's, and uh, yeah, that just kept happening. And uh, like I say, there was articles in Japan, uh, one in Germany, a bunch in Brazil. I don't know how the Russians got hold of it, but they have some Facebook clone thing um it's it's amazing what the russians can get a hold of yeah (laughs) so and they were playing lots of alternate reality deep data now um (laughs) oh no it's it's my fault it's okay they're diving into the podcast right now and they're cutting out the signal and (laughs) uh but yeah uh so yeah it just kind of spread like that and uh Every now and then I'll still get a little blip on the radar of like five people will contact me. And All I'll right. be like, oh, hey, like, that's cool. Like, where did you find this? You're like, I was searching Google for zombie games. And I'm like, that's really disappointing. <laughs> um, one, that people do that. <laughs> <laughs> How do I zombie game? <laughs> and, like just looking for free zombie games. Just, I'm like, I, I don't know what my Google rank is, but I can't possibly on, be on the first three pages, so uh, like...
1: They, they, you think they were diving deep in Google?
0: Yeah, they, they gotta be, they're like, zombie game played this one. Played this one, played th- or more likely, this one takes money, this one takes money, this right. one takes money. But, like, you go through like 50 results, 100 results, and you find mine, you're like, hey, I like this. I'll send the creator like this demand that he add stuff to it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. So you're like, I think your game would be a lot better if it were multiplayer. <laughs>
1: not sure how that would work
0: I, they're like oh they'll tell you they've got uh, lots of ideas about how it'll work of course do you get a lot of backseat developers yeah yeah one? um so I, I was pushing Talkto, and it is cool for like getting that real-time feedback but hey mm-hmm. it's a lot of people who how do i move i'm like <laughs> okay sure and then the next one is hey you should add this feature and i'm like hey the source code's open <laughs> go right ahead for a while i'm like hey there's a patreon link yeah, that didn't work. Uh, <laughs> People don't want to pay for things. People got really offended when they're like, oh, I've got this great idea. I'm like, yo, 50 bucks. I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like asking somebody to pay for their hard
1: work. That's unheard of. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. The last one is... Uh, oh god so i didn't get much random terrible internet harassment but i got a bit of it oh and, shit really uh it's i guess it, that comes with the territory yeah <laughs> unfortunately and it, it sucks because it's on your phone so i'd like i'd roll over in the middle of the night my phone's blinking i'm like oh cool someone's playing my game normally that's a warm fuzzy feeling i look at mm. it and it's like lol kill yourself you sack of shit i'm like okay oh boy i'm just like well they don't know who i am so that's fine or they do because my name's on there but i you know have sufficient privilege i don't care um yet their random internet trolls are not going to bother me but no. it's just yeah that would really suck if uh you know i had to take them seriously yeah right yeah so hey uh, gamers out there anyone listening stop being terrible sacks of shit <laughs> please i know you won't but please <laughs>
1: We try to foster a nice, healthy relationship with gaming here on Xtreme, so I feel you. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, not totally meaning to, like, rag on the community.
1: No, that's totally fine, man. I, I, trust me, I know there's a lot of people that sometimes take it a bit too far for reasons, mainly because they just, they want to be heard, and the only reason, or the only way they know to be heard is to be sometimes a jackass.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, like I say, it was getting... Getting community feedback was interesting and motivational, but, like, almost nothing useful has come from installing (laughs) Tocto. I should have just installed Google Analytics. I would have gotten, like, pretty much all of the insights. I wouldn't have to ask random strangers, like, how did you hear of me? It would just be like, oh, no, uh, there's new incoming traffic from this website. I should go check out what's going on there.
1: (laughs) No, that's totally fair, though. And, I mean, there must have been some good feedback, right? Like, <laughs>
0: some nice people saying, like, hey, you did great. I love it. Yeah, you know, there are a couple of, like, hey, I really like this. And okay. I'm like, that's cool. I like that. Um, yeah, I don't know what I was expecting because I'm grumpy when people ask for features. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm course. grumpy when people, like, uh, have suggestions and I'm like I don't really care if you tell me you like my game. So yeah, uh I just, I don't know why I'm complaining. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what I expected.
1: No, no, it's okay. I mean, expecting and expecting people to be decent human beings is not a bad thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um actually there was a really cool uh moment I got. Someone texted me and he asked me this really weird philosophical question about game design. All right. He's just like so yeah, what were your intentions with like the surprise ending? And I'm just like, oh! And I like, I, I I answered him a bit. There's a surprise ending. There's a surprise ending. Yeah, you didn't beat the game.
1: I didn't. I kept dying. <laughs> I live in a bad area that doesn't have
0: anything. Dying is fun. Dying is fun. I like playing Dark Souls, so I feel you. But then like two other people like also started asking me like, oh, like uh, how? What made you want to develop this? And I'm just like. This is weird because uh, like it's been dead for like three months and now I'm getting a whole bunch of pseudo like game journalist interview questions. Hmm. OK. What, and I'm just like, so what's up? And uh, they're like, oh, we're a game dev class in like uh, Tennessee or somewhere. And our professor like assigned us your game for homework. Really? Um, and we're like talking about it in class. And I'm like, right now? And they're like, yeah, right now. My laptop's open. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs>
1: that's so weird.
0: So yeah, I got in touch with the uh, the prof who runs that, and we like Twitter DM, and every now and then, uh, I don't know, we talk. That's so really that was cool. really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I guess like along those lines, like
1: I want to like ask you candidly, like you're being you're being approached by random people to talk about your game. I mean, like I said in the beginning, I reached out to you just straight out through Reddit. Um, what made you want to kind of reach back out to, to us here at Xtreme?
0: Well, um, at, like like i say i like talking about game design uh you know the year 2025 is coming up where each and every individual person will have a podcast oh yeah and i figure my personal (laughs) podcast will be about game design so i figured this is a good testing ground and (laughs) when i find out that oh man i've been talking for a half hour and i have absolutely nothing else to say about it then like okay i don't need to start my own podcast then (laughs) (laughs) so you're you're testing ground that's what's going on
1: okay fair enough i appreciate the candor (laughs) Um, okay, so on that note, I'm going to do a really bad segue and ask you a completely different question. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I'm a master podcaster, if you couldn't tell. This
0: is a pretty professional setup.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: That's the cue for a... uh, That's the cue for a... Props? What's the word for, like, where we again mention these nice people?
1: Oh, would you like... I can definitely... Mention them. I usually give them a shout out at the end, but I can totally do oh, it. Oh, right interfiddle, now. man. That's like, true. Show, yeah, show your value. Okay, okay. So I want to take a quick sec on Peter's behalf to talk about our network, Never Sleeps Network, which is. A- a conglomeration of fantastic people. Check out all the amazing podcasts they have on the network. Vesta Friends, uh, Speech Bubble, Aaron Broverman, uh, talking Wrestling with Casey Corbin. All these guys are incredibly hilarious people. I would absolutely recommend listening to some of their stuff.
0: Yeah, I was trying to segue into a shout-out about that because we were talking about wanting to start up your own podcast or being interested in podcasting, and these people seem like they really helped... uh, set up a cool environment to make that work.
1: Absolutely they did. And I'm inc- eternally grateful and really, really grateful for uh, for Alex here helping us out. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in a podcast, you can just reach out to him. It's okay. I don't know how well this <laughs> one's going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's probably going pretty uh, as okay as I expected it to go. All right. All right. But um, I'm back on to the on the game itself. Did you find it any kind of like challenging to just be a developer in Canada or like when you're like kind of just putting it out there, you expected some kind of success with a, a hope for the analytics to, or sorry, the ad revenue to come through, right? Oh,
0: um, I mean, no, I, I never really thought I'd make much money on this. Um, I mean, I, I don't know too much about ad revenue, but, uh, no one quits their day job because they've they've got a website that runs Google ads at the top for a while I was running Google ads at the top and I like i, I pulled in maybe a couple hundred bucks, but like that's several hundred thousand visitors um so I mean, you know less than a tenth of a penny uh, a visit so pfft. uh that. <laughs> yeah well no it, it was not the uh the goal there i actually did um get some money selling hosting rights to a uh secondary uh hosting company as well if we're talking monetization and biz hmm. um so armor games are super cool and they paid me money nice. um yeah uh super cool guys uh I also tried to get money out of another hosting company who, uh, A, I'm blanking on the name of, and B, they didn't give me any money, so I'm not (coughs) going to mention them. But (laughs) Corpsburg is hosted in, like, three places, so uh, it's contagion. And they have, like, this gamified system where, uh, you know, if you're super popular, you get, like, thousands of dollars, except, uh, I don't know, it turned out to be... If you're not incredibly super popular, then, like, you get nothing. Um... (laughs) And, and yeah, it, like that wasn't a great experience because I was like, oh, I'm making money off like ad revenue off my own site. And I'm making money because Armor Games is awesome. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, I have to work to push traffic to Contagent for a chance to get money maybe. So <laughs> yeah, in terms of like how you want to uh, monetize your game, I would really recommend not relying on ad revenue alone. Fair enough. Uh, Project Wonderful was cool, though. I ran ads through those guys for a while as well.
1: Project Wonderful?
0: Yeah. Uh, they're a, a kind of an in-house ad network. You'll see it in a lot of like web comics. Uh, Ryan North, who is, I think, a Canadian uh, web comic artist and developer of sorts, okay, um, I think is the locust of this. This might be entirely wrong. But, um, yeah. And it's um, yeah, it's just another ad network. You'll see it. Yeah. Um, on a couple of sites, and yeah, people just pay a daily rate to advertise on your site. Uh, I ended up getting like seventy bucks from like people running ads on my site, okay. and yeah, it's not bad. Um, and I was I couldn't be asked to like get them to write me a check for that, mm-hmm. so I just spent all of that on advertising in the network. Okay, um, which was cool because. I was just like, I'm only interested in advertising in Canada because I just want my buddies to see me. (laughs) So, like, I know that my buddies read questionable content, so how much is it to buy, like, an ad on that page for a day? Oh, surprisingly affordable and I can look like a big shot. Nice. (laughs) Nice. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um. So yeah, the, that's that's that. Um. There is speaking of like game development in Toronto. Mm. I do want to give shout out to Gamma Space. Gamma Space. Uh, I mentioned them earlier when I said I was in a development environment where people were making a lot of games. Okay. Uh. So formerly Bento Miso, now Gamma Space.
1: Oh, they changed. Their, okay, I'm familiar with Bento Miso.
0: Yeah. Uh. I'm not sure if they've officially changed or if there's some rebranding or if it's another space within the space. Bento Miso is cool. I think the website still resolves so you can check them out there they're a toronto-based co-working space um they're really rad there's a lot of game developers who are a lot better than i am who work out of there they make actual games not (laughs) hobbyist projects uh but yeah uh they also have lots of cool community events and it's a co-working space so if you just want to like pull up a chair and like code on your derpy thing uh, i'm not saying you can just leech off the community and they'll help you make your stuff but like there's cool people there um and yeah lots of uh, lots of folks there helped me make my stuff and also just being in a community where like you're sitting next to someone who is making a game for like the xbox live arcade or nice. you're you're you know you're sitting next to like people who make games that are on the Steam store that you've seen and you're just like <laughs> you're an actual game dev that's that's super like yeah no that's really empowering and like you you're like okay yeah, i guess um you know i was just that that was it. I was just in that place making my, like, bad dating app. And I'm just like, you know, like, I'll make a game because everyone else is making a game. And that seems more fun right now. And I showed it to, like, one or two people. that are like, that looks cool. And I'm like, okay, I'll post it on Reddit. And it snowballed from there. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, no, spaces like that are, like, really important for the dev scene, I think. Or at mm-hmm. least for, like, this, like, indie dev scene that, like, I really like. So, Yeah.
1: No, I feel you, and I mean other places in like locally in Toronto that I've reached out to or been to. a part of some of their events is like the Hand Eye Society. Oh yeah, yeah, them?
0: I feed them at um, TCAF. They have got a booth every uh, every year. Yeah, they um, have a
1: lot of a uh, lot of events going on throughout Toronto. Yeah, and, um, and uh, I think they work and sometimes in conglomeration with Bento Miso. Or at I least... I could believe it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a uh, it's a good community space, mm-hmm. and I think they interact with. Lots of folks. Um, what else? Oh, um, while we're doing Reddit shout outs, uh there's r slash Toronto game devs. Okay, um, which it, you probably will want to reach out to if you want to talk to more folks. Probably, um, <laughs> it's a lot of industry folks there. I think so. There's like Ubisoft guys or the guys who make For Honor. I know they're Toronto based. Really? Yeah. Like I don't. I don't want to say they're double A producers because that, that's a triple A title. Yeah, I would but say. like, yeah, but it's not ubisoft it's another company that i haven't heard of so i'm like if i haven't heard of your company are you AAA or are you like <laughs> are you really close to AAA because you make great games right uh who knows uh <laughs> maybe people who make game podcasts not me uh the opinions of peter do not reflect
1: the opinions of x
0: <laughs> oh god please, i was not shit talking to the nice <laughs> for honor people you, you guys make a really cool game it looks fantastic um, you yeah, my my buddy has sunk hundreds of hours into it, and he starts talking to me about it. I'm like, this just seems like Dark Souls, but really multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And when I when I did the multiplayer in Dark Souls, getting my ass kicked didn't feel as good as when like a robot did it.
1: Yeah, I feel yeah. I mean, I actually played I played that before it came out a few years ago, and they showed it off at Fan Expo. Yeah,
0: I don't remember like three,
1: four years ago, or something like that had a booth set up and i remember trying to play that for the first time and getting my ass thoroughly handed to me multiple times
0: yeah and like it's 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 fine that's like losing is fun Mm -hmm. that that is the mantra but like yeah i like losing to the machine because i feel like i can overcome it (laughs) you know that's fair you gotta think of
1: people as the machine i guess
0: oh there's this just terrible group of people called the internet out there and they're just gonna be (laughs) wailing on you yeah okay i could i could see that like rocket league is fun
1: yeah yeah i like rocket league it's coming to the switch soon actually i'm very excited about that um but to follow up on your side hustle so you got this game out Are you planning on putting out another
0: so yeah kind of um speaking of like me being terrified of my fiction writing i'm (sighs) like planning on making a like Corpseberg, but based on weird fiction and without so many game elements. Oh yeah. Um. So, uh, still abusing the Google Places uh API because I'm a one trick pony, but it works. (laughs) Um uh, maybe like doing it properly this time so I could maybe monetize the game Google Maps if you're listening I know we've talked <laughs> um they're they're like oh you want to like a license to like do stuff commercially yeah that'll be like 30 grand a year and I'm like ah, do you have something lower they're like no 30 grand to start Oof. and I'm like okay yeah cuz you sell to enterprise clients who do actual things with this <laughs> instead of make derpy games Oof. but I make derpy games <laughs> and they're like, well, there's no derpy game license. They're like, it would cost us more in time for our lawyer to figure out. They, they didn't actually say this. I'm imagining it would cost them more for like a VP to figure out what the derpy gaming license would be <clears throat> than I would ever be willing to pay them. I'm like, no, I want to give you like 50 bucks. I want to give you hundred bucks. They're like, it's not <laughs> worth our time to have this meeting. <laughs> uh, I mean, they are Googled. Yeah, I know. A lot of like, stuff going on. Yep. they're buying the waterfront apparently <laughs> yeah no um hey smart city mm-hmm. needs smart games that's true yeah no reach out to me guys Man's um but yeah no so the idea there is it's going to be a, a fiction storytelling kind of platform okay um so like an interactive
1: visual novel kind of thing
0: yeah less visual more AR map based okay uh, so do you know like creepy pasta? I'm familiar with the concept. Okay, so the idea is it takes those like random urban legends, okay, um, and then it localizes them to your neighborhood. Okay, Um, so like instead of like there being a creepy clown ghost that lives in a library in in, like Vancouver, um, wait, is that a thing? I'm sure it. I'm (laughs) sure it's a thing now. Um, Instead, it lives in like hashtag local library, and that gets filled in. Um, so you can have these like weird, creepy adventures in your hometown. Okay. Um, and because everything I do was spawned from terrible like uh, get-rich-quick schemes, this one is um, Web two So it's user-generated content. Nice. Um, you write the creepy pasta, and uh, you just include like the hashtag hashtag library, okay. and it goes into the database, and then it gets served up with other people's stories.
1: Oh my god, you're making a, f- a map-based creepypasta game? That, is, that sounds like it could go one of two ways, and I hope it goes the exact right way.
0: Y- yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm going to do some vetting, especially early on, where I'm like, so, I write some default creepypasta, and you can submit creepypasta, <laughs> and I will like filter it up and down.
1: I just don't want your game to be filled with dicks. I'm- Well, I mean, (laughs) that was the original plan (laughs) of that dating app. That was the whole idea. (laughs) Uh,
0: But, like, yeah. uh, So, yeah, this is the idea. I've been kicking it around in my head. There is still, like, this licensing problem um, where there is a a free public license, but, like, using that really limits, A, how I can monetize it, and B, Mm -hmm. uh, how sloppy my code can be, because... Uh, it's fine if, like, a 1,000 people are using it, but, like, yeah, if I get, like, mildly successful, if I get, like, 10,000 users in a month right. and I've coded it really poorly and it makes 100 API calls a hit, then all of a sudden that's, you know, uh, 100,000 API requests and then I start running into the limit and, yeah, you know, so uh, I have to actually... A, it's more complicated than Corpseburg because the game mechanics require me, like, storing um stories on a back end that I want to be able to grow. Okay. Um whereas Corpsburg runs entirely in JavaScript. It's just entirely front end based. Okay. Um so yeah. Uh yeah. Corpsburg is super sloppy guys. Uh <laughs> I totally made that with like four to six months of like programming experience.
1: It's a first attempt. Like it can't be perfect, right? Oh yeah,
0: no. It's it's great. And it's just um it's really cool that it, it 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 did as well as it did because uh, I don't know my uh I've got a cousin who is really big into photography right, All right. and she uh she you know, didn't, like, major in it or anything, but she she spent a lot of her time taking classes, practicing, working really well on composition, and at some point, you know, she made an amateur go of, you know, getting a little gallery together and, you know, was properly excited when, like, a thousand people would see her stuff. Right. And then in the line is like, yeah, and, like, her sister probably took a picture of a cat and got, like, three million likes on Facebook. (laughs) So, like, eyeballs aren't really, like, you know... A, a good example. I'm like, I made a free web game about zombies and I have more view. Like I have more <laughs> users than anyone at bento miso. Suck it. <laughs> oh God. Um, the world is a weird place. You know, for honor, guess what? I'm shit talking you. Cause my game's more popular. Oh
1: Bitch. shit. You're, you're completely on the right podcast to shit talk for honor. Cause we have the clout to absolutely do that. Oh yeah, no, totally. <laughs> um,
0: please don't edit out the, the self deprecating bit where I was telling you that that was, you know, no. ironic because, don't no, uh <laughs> <laughs> absolutely wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah uh I don't know it's it's really cool so
1: so are you planning on so most of it's gonna be creepy pasta related do you plan on actually putting any real life like myths or legends in there like I don't know, like some Greek myths off the top of my head, like having some like gorgons in in Greece or some shit like that. I don't know.
0: Uh, probably if I do any like non-original work, that's not just me blatantly stealing copy pasta because you're allowed to do that. I it's in the name. Um, copy pasta? I guess that's just well, sorry, creep, You can take co- yeah, creepy pasta is copy pasta, but creepy. Uh, okay. But gotcha. like, creepy pasta is therefore like you can copy it. It's fine uh i'll whatever uh fair enough (laughs) but no weird fiction would probably be my draw so do you know like uh alice isn't dead um that sounds familiar but it's it's another podcast by the welcome to nightvale people oh right those guys yeah 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 um and it's amazing and it is a road trip across america where a bunch of creepy like low-key stuff happens Hmm. and there's a like there's a greater story arc but there's also just a lot of like weird creepy stuff going on so like that's a huge uh influence for me and maybe i'll like put a homage in or if i'm like lazy i'll blatantly steal something <laughs> um yeah that's uh but th- that sort of thing is more closely linked to what i'll do
1: that's fantastic and honestly yeah they're i listen to their welcome to Night Vale podcast like those guys are awesome
0: yeah like Early Welcome to Night Vale, like, random creepiness. I'm, like, I like the new stuff they're doing, but, like, it's a little bit more galactic spanning now, so.
1: Just have, like, a Masteroid that the only thing on there is, like, a radio tower with, like, a small broadcasting booth, and then you're set.
0: There you go. (laughs) Well, and it's not going to be, like, it'll be your local broadcasting booth will, like, be uh, broadcasting, like, hello, listener. Uh,
1: (laughs) That would be really cool.
0: (laughs) Hello, listener. No, there you It's not going to work.
1: <laughs> it's okay. I don't I don't have that voice either. I just kind of embrace my shitty tones. <laughs> but um, so you were, so about Corpsburg a little bit more, I wanted to just kind of ask, you said in the beginning you collaborated with someone, I forgot her name. Uh, Katone, yeah. Katone.
0: Uh, so it's my good friend's younger sister. Okay. And she wanted to, I uh, uh, don't. Well, she wanted to get a little bit into game dev work or programming in general. Uh, Yeah, it was years back, and she was, I think, trying to figure out what she wanted to do. So I'm like, hey, you know, I'm teaching myself, and it worked out pretty well. So um, she, like, developed uh, some of the weapons you'll see in the game. So there's this cool little module where you get weapons and you, like, can use them for stuff i'm good at describing (laughs) you're very good at describing uh but yeah a lot of that was is actually a rework of an original system and she kind of fleshed that whole thing out and uh, built a lot of it herself um which was cool and Mm -hmm. uh, she did the super difficult thing which was she learned how to use github uh (laughs) and like submit an actual pull request Um, I was gonna say I've never even tried to use GitHub. uh, Yeah, I I told her straight up. I'm like, so there's like two, like, or three technical hurdles you have to get over, (laughs) and like this one's completely optional. If you just want to have fun and collaborate with me on a game, you can like email me like your code in plain text. I don't care. But if you're thinking about like working professionally in the space, then the sooner you learn how GitHub works, the better. Mm. Uh, You'll you know get a actual. Uh, you know, resume ish together or portfolio together. It people just appreciate you've been submitting code for, you know, eight years instead of five. Hmm. And, you know, they're not going to look back at your code eight years ago and be like, oh, this is pretty, pretty weird code you wrote eight years ago.
1: Oh my God. I, I'm just imagining the guy you've created right now and I could see him way too clearly.
0: Yeah. I, so yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Like, I got my job with my GitHub repo. Like, I think the l- most recent job I got. Um, I do web development, and the third most recent like thing on my Git profile was a My Little Pony like cookie clicker game Aww. that I was just like, oh, there's bugs in this. I'll like submit like a really small like fix. <laughs> um, and yeah, it like. Uh-uh. Uh, I, I don't think people judge you on your Git uh, get record. If they're like, oh, you've got 10 things and like some of them were people, not you, that's awesome. Cool. Nice. So, yeah.
1: Interesting. I never want to be that judged on anything I code because it's always going to be awful.
0: Yeah, yeah. My uh, uh, That was the other nice thing about the... Uh, getting Katone to do some work on it and also like telling yelling at other people that like the source code is open. If you have ideas, you can just do it yourself. (laughs) Um, is that like, I have to make sure the source code is barely readable or else that's kind of a hollow threat. (laughs) Fair enough. So There were comments in that source code. Variables were properly named. It's not well made, but it's readable. Fair enough. And for most code, that's acceptable. <laughs> yeah, it, it runs client-side, so I don't care.
1: Fair enough. That's all you need, right? Yeah. Could be garbage on the back end, but it works in the front. Yeah. Um. um but is there anybody else who helped you out aside from, aside from her?
0: Uh, so, uh, I don't... Uh, Lots of folks at uh, Bento Miso were just helpful in general. I oh, think no. Dan Tolliver, who runs like their weekly, ga- uh, we- not weekly, who runs some sort of like CS thing there, a, a weekly community get together, okay. uh, helped out. Uh, one of my roommates at the time, uh, Galen, for some reason, if you're listening, thanks a lot because <laughs> he's uh really good at uh computer stuff and he <laughs> let me pick his brain. Pretty constantly. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, uh, two more shout outs. But, yeah, no, generally, uh, just kind of stumbled through it. That's fantastic. I mean, that's a, a huge
1: accomplishment in its own right. I mean, going basically having no help and creating something of this scale is incredibly impressive. So, like, congratulations.
0: Yeah, like, uh, see earlier the comment on taking a picture of a cat and getting a million views. <laughs> like, it's, it's quite popular and I'm super happy about it, but, like, yeah, it's. A million views for a free zombie web game. Peter,
1: take the compliment. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll
0: take it. I'll take it. Um,
1: yeah. Um, so I want to close out with just one last question for you here. To any aspiring game developers, not like, just people like yourself who, like, are doing something else, but maybe on the side they want to try coding or they've always just had a passion for wanting to make a game. Any advice for people like that?
0: Um, So the, like, the basic advice is just do it. Um, make something small, make something derpy. You can always refactor it. Mm-hmm. Um, have fun with it. Uh, get involved with the community of people who want to make games and uh, don't focus on what you can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely had projects stall for months or years because like, oh man, I really want to create like this visual novel game, but I need to find an artist. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, man, like draw stick figures. Mm. Um, and you know what, if you get the game made, uh, and you have stick figures, the game will suck, but like, maybe you can find an artist then, or maybe you have this cool stick figure game. I don't know. It's so much better to just do it. Um, if you're like me and you don't have an artist and you can't do computer uh, graphics or whatever, just make a text game. Mm. Like Google maps is kind of like pictures, but not really. (laughs) Um, and yeah, just, uh, do it. (laughs) <laughs> are you trying to steal nike's jive <laughs> no
1: man don't let your dreams be memes man <laughs> just do it you are not talking to shia right now oh man i am nowhere near as popular but i am trying to work on the beard yeah
0: actually i can see your resemblance yeah a little bit people out there in the internet <laughs> world there is a, a little bit of chemistry going on right now oh thank you a nice mr LeBuff. <laughs> i actually am him in disguise i've just been fooling you <laughs> I would expect this project to be a little weirder if he were involved. I
1: don't know. Oh, you don't worry about part two when we start putting on the masks and dancing around the fire pit, all right? Just don't worry about that smell that's coming from outside the room. It's totally fine. Yeah,
0: now I'm really worried.
1: (laughs) No, but Peter, I want to say thank you for taking the time uh, to be on the podcast today. It's been a pleasure talking with you. It's good to talk to you, Zach. Um, So I just wanted to close out with a little bit of administrative stuff. Um, Do you want to plug anything while we're here? Uh, no I've done lots of plugs hopefully we'll edit some of the gratuitous ones out <laughs> I don't really care it's fine um, so I guess I'll plug a little bit of our stuff here so uh, if you want to follow us listen to uh, all of our stuff you can listen to us on Fridays we come out uh, new episodes every Friday um, during the week I post Instagram pictures of funny shit I find from video games and create stupid captions for it <laughs> just because I'm bored and I have the time um, I stream on Twitch Uh, So you can come listen to me. Be scared. I'm playing through amnesia, the dark descent right now because I hate myself and I'm a masochist. (laughs) Um, But yeah, on Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all it's the extreme. Literally, I-T-S-T-H-E-X-S-T-R-E-A-M, because someone took Xtreme, and that guy's... A, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, Googling you is a little tricky. I'll, I'll agree.
1: I'm not surprised. Our SEO is not good. Yeah. I got to work on that. Maybe I'll ask you about it later. I don't do comms anymore. Damn it, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, again, if you guys want to check us out, we're on all these places. Um, if you want to support us um, with any kind of money, we have a Patreon. Again, it's the Xtreme. Again, you don't have to. It's completely free. Uh, but if you do, uh, I am eternally grateful and it really helps us make the podcast a little bit better. Um, a lot of the audio equipment that I have in my apartment is not cheap, (laughs) but again, Peter, I want to say thank you again for coming. And, um, I usually close out by asking, uh, or saying, don't forget to write it down and something that we would not want to forget to write down. It's a, a tradition that we had from the beginning of our podcast. Because we started with Mega
0: Man X. Yeah, we, when are we gonna talk about Mega Man X music? <laughs> I like. What do you think of Mega Ran's new album? Are you digging that? Holy shit, it's super good. Oh,
1: man. We can have a chat about that offline. We'll have another. Ch- okay, we'll have okay. another interview.
0: Okay, yeah, no, like for the like extreme original where we just talk about like.
1: We'd have you on as a guest and talk about uh, what we normally talk about.
0: I, I would probably be pretty uh, ill-equipped.
1: but <laughs> That's okay. We usually just shoot the shit anyway. All right, there you go. But yeah, again, I, we usually end on uh, just telling people not to forget to write something down. Uh, is there anything you want to tell people not to forget to write down?
0: Sure, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I know. It. I love when people are smiling like this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't forget to write down Corpsburg's email address or Corpsburg's uh, web
0: address. Uh, sure don't forget to write down talk.to if you want strangers on the internet to shout obscenities at you on your phone but really it's a cool tool and it's easier to set up than Google Analytics <laughs> but like oh man don't forget to not shout random shit at people on the internet Don't <laughs> uh, write that down I guess <laughs>
1: don't forget to write that down I'll talk to you guys next week <laughs>